Welcome to Pat Gray Unleashed. Yeah. Yeah, welcome indeed. Great to have you with us. Uh, Today's a big day for USA Soccer. They must win against Iran. I would think they're going to, but Mm. who knows? Who knows? They tied Wales. They tied England. Now they have to win to advance. Yeah, Britain uh, beat them 6-2. to two. Beat so Iran 6-2? Yeah, to two? so if we're okay. hanging that tight right. with, uh, with England, right? So then... we should beat them 6-2 to two as well. Or 4 to nothing. Yeah, okay. Should be a four-point spread. 10-6. No. to six. I'm not good with math. Is 5-1, does that work? That does work. Can you believe six mm-hmm. goals? That's the biggest takeaway from this discussion. Six goals were scored in a I mean, soccer that's, match. That's like a bloodbath, like the likes of which you've never seen before. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Especially in international soccer, you just don't score that many goals. Yeah. You know, and you don't win by four. That It's like winning by 400 in football, real football. So you're going to watch the uh, the game today? Uh No. No, I'm not. But I'm going to check on it afterwards. You check on it afterwards? Yeah. Like yeah. Joe Biden? Mm-hmm. Is it over? Uh, the, uh, draws it over yet? <laughs> no, they've been playing for 24 hours, Mr. President. Moron. <laughs> Two o'clock Eastern is uh One o'clock Central. Mm-hmm. Tip off. Uh, yeah, and it's on Fox. What, what do they call it? Uh, Start time. Like uh, kick, kicky, yeah. kicky time. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Kicky time. Let's go with that. It's not kickoff, right? No, I don't know. It's not tip off. It's not kickoff. Launch time. It's not that. I don't know. (laughs) I think think that uh, your two captains need to try to trip up the other captain Mm -hmm. and the first one to fall to the ground, Mm -hmm. and then the other team gets the ball first. Okay. They're always faking falling to the ground. Oh, man. There's some... Oh, (laughs) I'm hurt. Ow, ow. No, okay. Now I'm fine. Now I'm okay. Mm -hmm. Huh. All right. It's lovely. You got to eliminate that. You should be punched in the face every time you fake an injury like that. Uh Uh-huh. You know, just so you actually have an injury then. Yes. A broken nose, a busted jaw, something like that. No, the worst is when they start grabbing a part of their body that was never Not in even, contact right. with the other guy. <sighs> oh, come on, man. Uh, basketball's getting just about as bad. I was just in about the to NBA. say. That's, that's LeBron really, James territory there. Yep. <laughs> really bad. By the way, one other sports note. What happened to Liberty football? Uh, hmm? Liberty football. Okay, what, three weeks, four weeks, a month ago or so, uh, they destroyed BYU. BYU was not playing well at the time. They lost 41-14. Okay, awful for me. For Liberty fans, it was great. Then they beat uh, the next time they played, which I think they had a bye, and then they played Arkansas. They beat Arkansas 21-19. Since then, they've lost every game. They lost to New Mexico State 49 to 14 over the weekend. You might recognize New Mexico State oh, no. as a football team that sucks. Oh my. Yeah, they yeah, got, I'm they lost here. to uh, they Virginia lost. Tech, which uh-huh. you know is not by one point. really embarrassing, but as who else did they Connecticut. lose to? Connecticut. UConn beat them. What is happening? UConn. I think is this is terrible. a distraction. I think there's a distraction with Hugh Freeze going to Auburn. I think he was busy behind the scenes uh, instead of game planning. You know, he's over there uh, settling up a contract or something. I don't know. Really weird, though. So uh, I'm a little confused because I was, after they beat Arkansas, I'm like, this team yeah. should be in a New Year's Six Bowl game. Mm, e. Not so much now. E. Not so much. 
Wow, really weird. Um, all right, 888-900-3393, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Yesterday was a great day for KJP. Man, is she good. She's so good. She's how many times have we commented on that? Quite oh, a few. Oh, my gosh, we're out of adjectives to describe how good she is. Right, yeah. We'll just leave it at good. <laughs> she was talking about uh, Nobel Prize winners okay. yesterday, and it didn't really go that well. <laughs> Uh, check this just, out. Just pay attention to how Today, she pronounces Nobel. Three U.S. winners of the 2022 Nobel Prize. <laughs> Dr. Caroline <laughs> Bertozzi, who won once. the Nobel Prize in chemistry. Dr. John Clauser, who won, who won the, the Nobel, Nobel Prize, Prize in physics. It's not and a Nobel Dr. Prize. Douglas Diamond, who She'll won the Nobel Prize, oh, no. Nobel Prize in economic sciences. Every time. What is that? Five times? Four, 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 four or five four, times? Yeah. <laughs> My gosh. These people are embarrassing. Come on. Noble. It's no bet. Are you serious? You are the White House press secretary. You don't know how to pronounce Nobel Prize? Mm. Nobel? Really? You don't know it. You don't know that. You've never heard it. And when you're saying it, it doesn't sound strange or wrong to you? I just, I don't know. I can't. I can't. It's not even spelled the same. <laughs> I know. You know, it's like, come on, lady. Try harder. Uh, and they talk about that in those circles, that kind of stuff, all the time. You know, it's not like you've never come in contact with the word Nobel. Ugh. <laughs> Elon Musk keeps getting heat from the left. Uh, even the White House is being asked about it, which is weird. Uh, what do they have to do with it? Mm. Apparently, <laughs> free speech is really scary to the left. <laughs> Here they are talking about it yesterday. Cut to. Right? Yes. Cut. Question about Twitter. Um, you know, there's a researcher at Stanford who says that this is a critical moment, really, in terms of um, ensuring that Twitter does not become a vector for misinformation. Oh, no. A vector for misinformation. The, you know, Elon Musk says there's more and more uh, subscribers coming online. Are you concerned oh, no. about that? And what tools do you have? Who is it at the White House that is really keeping track of this? So, look, this is something that we're certainly uh, keeping an eye on. What? Why? We, you know, we have always been very clear um, uh, and it. that uh, when it, it comes to when social comes media to platforms, social media it is platform. their responsibility uh, to make what? sure that um, when it comes to and it's none of your misinformation, when, we, when it comes to the hate that we're seeing, oh, uh, <laughs> that they, they take action, that they continue uh, to take action. Again, we're all keeping a close eye on what, this. What we're action all, are they going to take? Uh, uh, monitoring uh, what's what's currently uh, occurring. It's free speech, Putin. It's yeah. Free speech. Yeah, this clip went on for another 30, 45 seconds. Oh just my. couldn't take it. But um, Gosh. The White House wow. is signaling very clearly that uh, they're going to be monitoring <sighs> Twitter. And Oh, by the way, uh, yesterday Elon Musk tweeted out uh, that the Twitter files on free speech suppression uh, will soon be published on Twitter itself. Mm. So that we can know exactly what's <laughs> what they were doing. Yeah, he said the public deserves to know what really happened. Wow! I, I think we're gonna see wow. quite a bit of fingerprints from the White House because they've they've, we will. they've talked about it at the White House at these press briefings. Well, she just talked about it there, right? But they've talked about how yeah we've because uh, I remember Jen Psaki basically dropping a bomb saying yeah we have uh, effectively backdoor channels where you know if we see something some misinformation or something we yeah. get in touch with uh, yes. The they're, others, yeah. They've got their 
their grimy hands all all over everything right now. Mm-hmm. Social media. I mean, their their big fat face is in many places. It just doesn't belong. <laughs> yeah. There is no reason for the White House to monitor Twitter unless you just want to respond to people. What do you mean you're monitoring it? So you've got companies now lining up with the left, with the White House on this, and pulling their advertising from mm-hmm. Twitter, Apple included. Apple now threatening to take Twitter out of the Apple iStore. My gosh. I mean, oh are my you gosh. for real? We're going to do this? Okay. And and Elon Musk wow. uh, tweeted out yesterday, and now it's his pen tweet. Hey, don't worry about your your Chinese slave labor, oh, no, no, Apple, no. because you no. guys have just clean hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't even worry about that. Uh, but Elon Musk's Unreal. tweet, which is now pinned uh, to the top of his page, is, This is a battle for the future of civilization. If free speech is lost, even in America, tyranny is all that lies ahead. Right. He's absolutely right on that. And by the way... Um, hate speech is part of that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Nobody likes it. Nobody wants it. But you have to have it. You have to allow people to say things we don't like. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, there's no reason to have free speech. If everybody's doing happy talk all the time, if nobody disagrees with anybody on anything, then there's no reason to have free speech because we're all going to be saying the same thing. And that would make the left completely happy if we all were saying the exact same thing. <laughs> it's it's amazing to see the transformation mm. of the left in recent years. Isn't it, though? From, you know, everybody should be a part of everything <laughs> to, yeah. whoa, wait a minute, not yeah. you. And uh, what triggered them this go around was when Elon Musk said, hey, you know what? Uh, we're going to start unsuspending accounts amnesty across the board if you haven't broken the law or used your account to spam people then including donald trump right yeah and he, that that drove him out of their minds exactly he hasn't even used no his not, twitter I, account that's been available he's for going to almost a week now yeah yeah <laughs> i don't think he's going to he's got you know truth social means too much to him and he's yeah. probably making some money on that and he wants to make something out of that so if you want to see what he has to say you can either wait till it shows up on Twitter, <laughs> right, right, or you can go to Truth Social. But it wasn't the argument uh, from the left, hey, if you don't like the way Twitter is operated, then buy your own site. Yeah. Remember that? Right. And so what did they do? They went and made Parler, and then Parler was chased off of, was it the Amazon servers or something? Is it that was. what it was? Yeah. And so they chased them from there, mm-hmm. and then a guy who supports free speech, Elon Musk, buys Twitter, and they're like, nope, nope, not good enough. Right. You can't run your site the way you want to, even though that's what we argued for a year ago. I can't stand these people. I just oh, cannot stand they're such them. Hypocrites. They're never consistent on anything. Also, yesterday we had uh, this clip from Joe Biden talking about semi-automatic weapons. Yeah. He sounds so stupid every time he opens his mouth <laughs> about guns because he doesn't know what he's Ideally, talking about. still allow huh? semi-automatic uh-huh. weapons to be purchased is sick. It's sick. 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 It has no, no social redeeming value. Zero. None. <laughs> what Not a, a single moron. solitary rationale for uh, so remember, we played that clip and we were like, okay, surely he didn't mean that, you know, 85% of gun... Well, hell, who knows anymore? He probably did mean it. Mm-hmm. So, of course... But KJP <laughs> clarified, right? <laughs> yeah, she was asked about that quote. Yeah. 
And here's what she said. Does the president misspeak? Or misspeak? does he in fact want to ban all semi-automatic guns? That are no, he was, he was talking mm -hmm. about uh, assault weapons. That's what he was talking about mm -hmm. on, that, on that morning or that what? afternoon when, when he was asked that question. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay. Meaning, <laughs> thank you. Wait, that's, that's fine. That's, that's okay it, with you. Right? That's an acceptable answer. Ah, he's talking about assault weapons. There's no that follow doesn't up? change it at all. <laughs> I want to follow up. Okay, can can you define for us assault weapons? Right. Because as the right. bill stands now, they can't now, though. They yeah. cannot do it because the one that passed the house waiting Gosh, for the Senate. There's a lot going on in that bill. A lot of guns are going to get banned if that thing passes. Which you know, <sighs> Biden has said he wants the lame duck Congress to pass. Yeah, he does. But but there've been Democratic senators, uh, Murphy among them, mm -hmm. Senator Murphy. Oh, and by the way, I think we have Senator Murphy. Yeah, yeah. He said. Um, he said, this is a weird quote from him because he was on CNN and he said that, hey, maybe we'll get another senator. We're not going to have 60 votes. Basically saying, this is what it, was, it felt like to me. He told uh, CNN that we're not going to get 60 votes, mm -hmm. but maybe mm -hmm. after the new Senate takes a hold, uh, we'll have uh, 51. We'll have an extra senator. And I'm thinking, that's not 60, though. No. That sounds like they're getting rid of the filibuster. He's talking about getting closer to that number, I and then maybe they can work some magic with somebody, and there are three or four or five guys, and see what happens. The only good thing there is that if you're waiting for the new Senate, you're also waiting for the new House. And the new House, thankfully is now going to be Republican. But yeah, he was still spewing his anti-gun crap on CNN. Yeah. And here it was. The majority of counties in this country have declared that they are not going to enforce state and federal gun laws. They have decided that they mm -hmm. are going to oh, essentially refuse to implement right. laws that are on That the are books. unconstitutional. That is a growing problem in this country. No. And I think we're going to have to have isn't. a conversation about that in the United States Senate. Do you should. want to continue to supply funding to law enforcement in counties that refuse to that implement refuse state and federal gun laws? Implement Red unconstitutional laws? laws? Right, you're just temporarily taking guns you, away from people that... Do so you want to withhold money for law enforcement? I, uh -oh. I think we have to have a conversation uh -oh. about whether we can continue to fund... Defund the police. Uh, there it is again. Law enforcement in states where they are refusing to implement these gun laws. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what? When, you're, when you refuse to implement an unconstitutional law, you are enforcing the law. The overriding law of the land, the U.S. Constitution... Oh, thank heaven we've got some sheriffs who uh, are taking a stand like that. I'm not, I'm not going to take people's guns from them. Uh, we're not going to do that in this county. <laughs> but that's a problem to Chris Murphy. Uh, it's, it's weird because he kind of admits, he admits that there's nothing they can do right now. Uh, and yet, he also wants to do it, I guess. <laughs> they got big plans. Yeah, they got big plans. They always do good for them they're always planning to take away some freedom from us and they're doing a really good job of it yeah they've already eliminated free speech i'm still bugged. So already gone and, and and we don't have the clip i just alluded to it i'm still bugged by his comment that you know hey once we get that 51st senator maybe we can do something that again that's not 60 do you want to do you want to see this clip though of uh rafael warnock uh in georgia he was asked um <laughs> Hey, is Obama or Biden going to come campaign with you? You got to see this clip. Uh, All right. Jake, it's clip uh, eight here. Yeah. Watch this. And it goes a little something like this. Cut eight. We talked a little bit about President Obama joining you. Would you welcome President Biden down or are there any plans for him to join you on the campaign trail? 
President Obama's retired. Okay, Obama's retired. I don't control the schedule of the President of the United States. Uh, but we've got a little over two weeks. We'll no, but that. have you asked we'll him? Would you welcome them, though, if he did come down? Would you welcome him? No. I tell him to get lost. I, I welcome the people of Georgia to show up. <laughs> Wait, what? Interesting. He won't even commit to welcoming the president we'll see who shows if up. he does show up. We'll see who shows up. Okay, huh? will you welcome him if he does show up? No, I'm going to tell him to get the hell out of here. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm beat it. I'm encouraging Georgians to show up. <laughs> what do you want from me, bro? That's great. Wow. He I'm does t- not want Biden in his state. I thought Biden was uh wow was the savior, right? Yeah, because I thought he so. held the Senate for you, right? Doesn't he get credit for that? Don't you want him to help you He's out? He's certainly too? taking credit for that. So uh, we'll just see who shows up. <laughs> they don't like that. Oh, cat that's at awesome. All. That's nobody awesome. likes you, Joe. How could you really? How could you like 80, the guy? Eighty-one million. Ugh, man. Um, in that race. Herschel is making some noise again. He leads by one in the latest poll. Edged out Raphael Warnock, uh, has Herschel Walker edged out Warnock 48-47 in the latest uh, survey. That's obviously well within the 3.3 margin of error. But he's up by one. Despite that, Warnock is maintaining an advantage among the key demographics, including independence. No way. Leading by three, he has an edge among male voters, 50%. Rural voters, 64%. What? And leads among suburban voters by 3% as well. Those are all surprising to me. That those should be her, that should be Herschel Walker's bread and butter. Mm. Uh, Herschel has the lead among white voters, while Warnock leads among black voters. Hmm. The uh, survey was conducted November 26th through 27th among 862 likely jo- Georgia voters. Wow, that's just the last couple of days. Huh? <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. And what was the spread again? 48-47, Herschel. Huh. huh. Hope that holds up. <clears throat> Remember, Republicans, you need a six-point advantage. Yeah. To overcome. To overcome all the garbage that's going to be thrown at you uh, uh, and all the cheating that will go on. We have a... We'll get to it later, obviously, but we have a update from Arizona. Oh, yeah. Okay. With Carrie, uh, Carrie Lake. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. In the meantime, trying to sell your home can be really, really challenging. That's why you need a real estate agent who's going to come in and help you make really tough decisions. You know, it is hard to decide what to do. We've been battling about that for a couple of years now. Should we remodel this place? I mean, it's... It was built, I think, in 2008, so now it's, I mean, it's ancient in <laughs> home buying years. So now. you're going to have me over before or after you? As soon as they put a road in. Yeah. Yeah. So as soon shoot. as they put the road in. Okay. Yeah. Dang it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, you know, they'll help you find places that have roads that lead to and from Keith's house <laughs> if you want to no, no. be able to go to his house. No. Uh, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no. Uh, so you're going to get somebody who sees you through the entire process, start to finish, from the day you interview them for the job to the minute you sign all those papers, like 900 pages of signing. Uh, Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com.
This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Oh, we got a fun man on the street segment for you. These are always great. Makes you feel good about your fellow citizens. There's that word again, good. Yeah, you yeah. You know, KJP, she's so good. Good. And uh, you and watch this, you're going to feel really good, good. about <laughs> these people potentially voting. Because, <laughs> man, are they on top of it. Yeah. Do you know what country the Panama Canal is in? No. If you had to guess, like, what do you think it sounds like it's in? It's a country. Europe. Europe? Yes. Yeah, good you know job. What we call a shape that Europe. has five sides. Diamond? Yes. Can you tell me what time this is? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I can't see. Come on now. That's 250. 250, right? Yes. 20 minutes make up a quarter of an hour. 25? Yes. You know how many states make up the United States? 50. You know what the capital is? Of? United States? Harrisburg? Harrisburg? (laughs) You tell me. She's in New York State. Do you know what century we're in? (laughs) No. How many make up one dozen? Wait, what? How many make up one dozen? How many make up one dozen? How many what? Like, how many eggs are in one dozen? Ten. Yes. There's a shape with (laughs) four sides called. I don't know. I haven't had. I haven't done something with shapes since like fifth grade. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. understandable. Yeah. If you had a guess, if I, had to, I don't know. Like I don't. I don't. He doesn't know, like, man. Get I off know him. what like what five shapes sides? have four sides, but four I don't know side. the name for it. <laughs> yes. Can you name yes. three countries besides the USA? Three. Alabama. <laughs> One. Alabama. No bus. New Mexico. Two. New Mexico. New Mexico. Right. All right. Connecticut. And Connecticut. There you Three. go. Three countries besides the U.S. Right there. What is there. one quarter plus two dimes? One quarter plus two. How much money is that? That's 65 cents. Is it? <laughs> Help us. 65 cents? Yes. Wow. <laughs> Justin Awad, thank you for that video. Oh, man. That is pathetic. Isn't that good? Feels wow. good, right? No, but this might. Uh, okay. Actually, have a feel good little video here. I love this making the rounds. Yeah. Uh, maybe it'll restore your faith in humanity a little bit. Here's a dad playing guitar for his baby son. Aw. Love this. Adorable. Oh, Isn't that sweet? Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is precious right Yeah, there. it is. And then the baby like is really enjoying it. Watch this. Smile. <laughs> Look at that big old wow. grin. <laughs> Beautiful. Mm. Really nice, yeah. Good guitar playing there too. That's kind of good. Oh, you're rocking out too. So that's yeah. That's that's <laughs> good, right? Is, no, that was good. That was good. That was good. I uh, bet he knows his shapes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but could he name three countries other than the U.S.? Huh. I bet he wouldn't get Alabama. Did you say his son? Yeah. You sure about this? Do we know? Has the kid spoken up about what his no. gender is? No. We don't know Thank until the kid decides. Uh, mm-hmm. You're welcome. His uh, infant child. Okay. There. It's better. Welcome to Newspeak. Maybe non-binary. I, I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to see. Well, you know, when he's old enough. When they're old enough. They will decide. The dad put the kid in blue. Oh, wow. Don't do the conforming thing. Come on now. Wow. Okay, you know what? You know what? CBS should move in. 
That video Take sucked, that baby. <laughs> actually. <laughs> yep. That was not good, as you said. Somebody should bust that guitar over that guy's head. Right. And then remove the baby from the family. Yeah. That's what should happen. Don't give CPS any ideas, though. <laughs> I know. Good night. Hey, actress uh, turned activist Alyssa Milano <laughs> backed herself into a little bit of a corner. <laughs> she bragged about ditching her Tesla. Uh, she hinted that she got rid of her Tesla because Elon Musk is the CEO of Tesla, suggesting that nobody should do business with um, with a guy that aligns with white supremacy. Remember, she's had about a t- dozen tweets over the years that she praises Elon Musk. Seriously? Oh, yeah. Yeah, somebody screenshot oh, it. I didn't it, was, know that. it was 10 to 12 screenshots of just... Really? She loved Elon Musk until he bought Twitter. Yes. Ah! But yes, to your point, yes. Now, now I'm getting rid of my Tesla, right? Because of white supremacy being allowed on the platform? Right. Okay. And she says, I gave back my Tesla. Yeah, I'll bet you gave it back. <laughs> Drove it up to the dealership, said, here, here's the keys, I'm leaving. <laughs> okay. Uh, I bought the VW EV. I love it. Yeah, because Adolf Hitler, <laughs> the founder of Volkswagen, a much better person sure. than Elon Musk, yeah. right? Oh, I love it. I just uh, love that stuff. There's certainly no white supremacy. No. Uh, associated with Volkswagen. People's car. <laughs> so stupid. You look like an idiot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's a compliment to her. <laughs> idiot is like way above her station. The Hollywood actress said, I'm not sure how advertisers can buy space on Twitter. Publicly traded companies, products being pushed in alignment with hate and white supremacy doesn't seem to be a winning business model. As she drives around in her Volkswagen, brought to you by the Nazis. Literally, <laughs> the literal Nazis. literally brought to you by Nazis. They have no concept of anything. Not even neo-Nazis. Yeah. The original Nazis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the OG Nazis. <laughs> oh, man. Despite demanding that companies <clears throat> stop advertising on Twitter because of the social media platform's alignment with hate and white supremacy... She has said that she will stop using Twitter. She has not said, actually, that she will stop using Twitter. <laughs> so you know she's not going to. Right. Even if she said it, I wouldn't believe it. She previously said that Musk's ask acquisition of Twitter would not force her to leave the social media network. In April, she declared, I'm not leaving Twitter. I've never considered leaving Twitter. It doesn't matter who owns the company. My platform is my platform. I'll be right here continuing to use my voice and sharing truth. Jeez, what happened to her to be such a radical bonehead? Milano has been a fervent user of Twitter since 2009. Wow, she's got three and a half million followers. Uh, Numerous Twitter users noted a flaw in Milano's rationale to switch from a Tesla to a Volkswagen. (laughs) Yeah, good. Good for you. Uh, the Libertarian Party of Tennessee said, Volkswagen, uh, who were they founded by? <laughs> <laughs> so great. You know, she learned that fun fact from Twitter when she tweeted that out. Oh, she yeah. had no clue. No clue, no clue at, at all. all. She's just, I mean, she's butt stupid. Butt stupid. Uh, she, you know what she'd be great on is the coven. She should be one of the coven members, oh, one of the witches goodness. in the coven. On the view, uh, that would be a perfect gig for her. 
Wow. I mean, because you would have clips from her every day of showing just how ignorant she is of any facts, any figures, (laughs) anything to do with life. She has no idea. (laughs) Yeah. Is it is it fair to say um, that Hitler saved my life? Because uh, I was in a T-bone uh, car accident once when I was a teenager. Uh-huh. I pulled out on a main road like a dummy, and a guy uh, hit me and, and just caved in the whole driver's side. And mm. the officer who pulled up said, you know, if the engine were in the front, as most cars oh. are, you'd be dead right now. No wow. question, sir. So Interesting. Uh, so there you go, in a roundabout way. So are you going to tweet out, thank you, Adolf? Thank, thank you, Adolf Hitler, for <laughs> saving my life. I bet that would go really well for <laughs> you if you so? did. Yeah. yeah. I don't I think, think I'm going great. to. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, this has nothing to do with anything we've been talking about. But uh, did you see that this, the cryptocurrency founder of Amber Group, uh, Tian Tian Cullender, okay. 30 years old, 30. Yes. Died in his sleep. <laughs> Unexpectedly. What? You didn't expect a 30-year-old to die in their bed asleep? What? I mean, that happens almost every night. And this feels like one that may not be the vaccine. Does it? Oh, <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. What do you think it might have been? Like uh, a... a uh, so what's going on with this crypto guy? Foul play involved. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because uh, he died uh, just after... If this is who I think it is, and, and I want to be careful here because I, it, it, somebody tweeted out um, <coughs> the government or somebody is... Where was he? It was some island, right? Do you know? Uh, we need to look this up during the break. Uh, yeah, we'll because look it up. he sent out a tweet right before his death. If this okay. is who I think it is. Yeah, we'll check into that. Yeah, we'll we'll look into this. Uh, more coming up. <laughs> Pat Grand. It'll be good. It'll be. Good. It will be good. Yeah. yeah. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. All right. I uh, got some information on those uh, crypto founders. Kind of got it straightened out. We'll share what we found out with you in a sec. <laughs> First, got some tweets here. Frank Johnson tweets, There is but one federal gun law. The right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. I like it. That's it. Quite simple, really. Mm-hmm. I'm not a cat. <laughs> tweets, I wonder if Chris Murphy understands that it's the state that implements the laws, not the police. The police just enforce the laws. Bless his heart. Kara 3022, sick of hearing Democrats constantly say, we need to have a conversation when they don't get their way. Yeah. Newsflash, U.S. Constitution settled these conversations 233 years ago. Get over it. <laughs> Disinformation show loophole, the gap by Milano just shows how ignorant these left-wing activists are. They know nothing about history because they openly advocate for its erasure or alteration. That's the truth. They fall for their own canards. Oh. Uh, there's a term you don't hear that often. Right. Especially canards. this early in the day. Right? Canard. What up? <laughs> uh, the real queen of Christmas. Imagine that. Alyssa has the freedom to speak whatever stupid words she chooses here on Twitter. Nobody's taking her freedom of speech away. Yeah. Imagine that. Uh, all right. So we we're telling you about the uh, the crypto founder who, of Amber Group. He just died in his sleep. Age 30. 30 years old. Okay. Mm, so he's not the guy that you were thinking about. No. Um, it's another crypto guy. So I know it's normal, completely normal, 
for 30-year-olds to just die overnight when there's no sign of any kind of problem. Yeah, the curveball comes when it's a 29-year-old. <laughs> and he, he didn't die in his sleep. No, no. that's I was thinking of a 29-year-old just a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And So uh, this one's a little bit different, though. Yeah, this uh-huh. is probably not you know, related to anything that he injected into his bloodstream. Mm-hmm. Uh, brilliant young cryptocurrency pioneer named Nikolai Mishujin tweeted on uh, October 28th that intelligence agencies were going to murder him. And then he was found dead on a Puerto Rican beach just a few hours later. He had drowned. Here's what he tweeted out. CIA and Mossad and pedo elite are running some kind of sex trafficking entrapment blackmail ring out of Puerto Rico and Caribbean islands. Wow. They're going to frame me with a laptop planted to my by my ex-girlfriend who was a spy. They will torture me to death. Oh, wow. Wow. And then uh, he died. And then he died. 29-year-old then left his uh, $6 million beach house in the uh, Condado area of San Juan, Puerto Rico. Went for a walk. A little after 9 a.m., a surfer off Ashford Beach, uh, a spot considered so rife with riptides that local hotels oh, okay. warn against ocean swimming. So it was the riptides right? that got him. Yeah, the riptides killed him. That that tweet was just a non sequitur. A wild coincidence. Wow. Wild coincidence. He just had a premonition, I guess. Huh. Hmm. So the news of his death, coupled with his tweet and other dark posts about fighting evil people who were part of the central banking cartel, hmm. like that doesn't exist. Are you Are you kidding me? Are you really going to try to... I mean, I love the mainstream media. Like, there really are no... There are no dark conspiracies going on. At all. And anybody who says there are is just a kook. Okay. Uh, but he claimed that these people, these evil people, use debt and blackmail as weapons. They fueled conspiracy theories online and the tight-knit cryptocurrency community in Puerto Rico. Hmm. So, one... You know, a little suspicious being 30 and dying in your sleep. The other, a little suspicious because he just tweeted about the CIA and Mossad coming after him. And then he's dead hours later. Jeez. Huh. Hmm. Uh, Nothing to it, I'm sure. No, no. This is, in fact, I'm looking for an update and I see none uh, from that story from a few weeks ago, the drowning. Uh, there's no okay, update well, and it'll be... Why would you update it? Nah. Everything's straightforward, right to the point. Why would you need an update? You wouldn't need right? one. Can I? Can we revisit... It was uh, the riptide. It was the riptide. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> Bankman Freed, you know, SBF. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he ran FTX. Yep. Okay. And... Uh, We've we've heard that celebrities are involved with that crypto and mm-hmm. all that stuff, including Tom Brady. Yeah. So over the uh, Thanksgiving break, my brother-in-law was like, hey, so did you hear that uh, maybe there's a connection between uh, Tom Brady's divorce and the fall of FTX? And I'm like, what? So I, I found this. Yeah, I found this very detailed article, and it's just somebody's hypothesis Okay. that... <laughs> When Tom Brady left the Buccaneers training camp for 11 days, yeah, he and Giselle went to the Bahamas where SBF is uh, hanging out, right? Okay. Okay. And if you look, and I and I actually I went back and I looked at his gap at the Buccaneers, and I looked at the price of that coin, the FTT coin, that the whatever. Anyway, and there's this big drop during that that coincides period, right, with the 11 days, like right in the middle of Brady's absence <laughs> from camp, and you're like, 
Wait huh. a minute. What happened here? And it's to, basically um, the, the way the theory goes, it's to protect their assets by them getting divorced. If this thing all comes down and they have to, you know, whatever, if, if it gets really bad for them financially, now yeah. that they've separated their assets or something like that, I don't know, man. Huh. It, 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 it makes sense uh, <laughs> if, you, if you follow the uh, bouncing ball. I mean, nothing is ever as it seems. But uh, so maybe, sure. maybe it was nothing about football after all. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was all about FTX. And uh, anyhow, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see where this thing goes with uh, all these celebrities and their involvement with that. Oh, oh speaking of FTX, Arizona. Someone that uh, was, uh, I don't know if it was Katie Hobbs' staff or just somebody that um, that was uh, important in, in spending money for her, uh, for like mm. uh, campaign ads or something like that. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, where did a lot of that funding for that group come from? FTX. Remember, we've talked about this. We've talked about the money going to Ukraine, Ukraine mm-hmm. going to FTX, FTX going to like Democrats. All the money laundering going yes. on. Mm-hmm. Arizona. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, Maricopa County has just certified their election. Just before they voted, this guy summed up the situation, though. This is... uh, People are fed up and trying to get to the bottom of things and then every every time they they do they just get beat down yeah watch this just a continual beat down election day was outrageous and to say that it was anything but that is uh, either you think we're stupid or you're just that arrogant Uh, what we've seen from you in the election office and your response very simple questions needed to be asked 2020 was a disaster how was 2022 worse you cannot say that you can certify an election when half of the voting machines were down. Was it 1,000 people that were disenfranchised? Was it 10,000 of the people that were there in line or the people that didn't show up because they saw on the news the election machines mm-hmm. didn't work? The fact that you've already made up your minds, you've already made the decision, this is, this is all semantics. All of us coming up here and speaking is semantics. You've already made your vote. You've already made this decision. You said the world is watching and you're right. They're watching and they're mm-hmm. watching this disaster play out in front of them. You responded to the AG with the most most pathetic inept response i've ever seen Hmm. you have not redressed the grievances of these people that is the question and the answer that i hear from everyone across this room is you cannot certify so the question is what is the remedy the fact that you were on a pack that was going against carrie lake as well as richer going against carrie lake how can you say that there's no conflict of interest you have a secretary of state running against a gubernatorial candidate Mm. how can you say there's no conflict of interest and then your machines go down on election day it is absolutely (laughs) outrageous if you certify today the only thing you'll be certifying is your corruption thank you again which is exactly what they did of course Mm -hmm. man yeah yeah and uh there's this guy, uh, Jonathan uh, Decent IFJC. I don't know, but but Carrie Lake um, uh, retweeted his long thread yesterday, where he goes through. It's it's fascinating. I'll try to retweet this if I can find it. But basically, he pointed out that Maricopa County. He 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 starts off the thread with, "You have four and a half million people. You follow 386, and one of them is this radical left wing blog based in Ireland." And uh, he goes through this this connection, and anyway, and and he kind of sums it up with um, 
when you certify this election, your problems aren't ending. They're only just beginning. We're on to you or something like that. Mm. And so it's 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 really fascinating to see this. And this this thing that this radical group that he linked to or that, that Maricopa County was following, 313,000 followers. <laughs> they just decided to make their account private. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. That's very interesting. I, I got to find this tweet thread. It's it's wow. good stuff. Let me tell you about Birch Gold. You know, the last time we went through a recession, there were stocks that literally went to zero. You remember that? Washington Mutual, Lehman Brothers. In fact, Washington Mutual got gobbled up by Chase Bank. Lehman Brothers, out of business. Chrysler, multi multiple blue chip stocks went to little or no value virtually overnight. You think that couldn't happen again? Of course it could. At any time. Why not own something that's never never been valued at zero? Gold. Historically, this is your best hedge against inflation. The savviest Americans diversify their savings to protect them from downturns in the market, from global instability, and from a falling dollar. You should do the same. If you have a 401k or IRA that's underperforming, or you're just nervous about it, just text PAT to 989-898. And you can convert that IRA into precious metals right now. Gold and silver. Again, text PAT to 989-898. Birch Gold will send you the free info kit on diversifying into gold tax-free. It'll show you what this program is, how you can take advantage of it, and then you decide if it's right for you or not. Get your free info kit by texting PAT to 989-898. Gray oh my is unleashed. Terry Lake uh, overnight. She retweeted a, a tweet from uh, from a guy here. Let's see. Uh, anyway, uh, he says Mojave County official certifies the election under duress. So, so this this reporter is quoting um, a Mojave County, Arizona official, and the quote is, "I have no choice but to vote. Um, I or I will be arrested, charged with a felony." And so, anyway, he's saying Katie Hobbs is forcing officials to certify an election, threatening them. So, I don't know what the threat is, but that was retweeted by Carrie Lake, who said this doesn't feel like America. Yeah, and we'll get deeper into this uh, in overtime today. You don't want to miss that. Uh, Here's a little something to think about. We've been warning you about the approaching cashless society. This is really chilling. Somebody posted this online. um, Little thing... That starts out something to think about. A cashless society means no cash, zero. If it if uh, it doesn't mean mostly cashless, and you can still use a little bit of cash here and there, cashless means fully digital, fully digital, fully traceable, fully controlled. Uh, I think those who support a cashless society aren't fully aware of what they're asking for, or if they are. You know, they they really want to bring about the destruction of society. A cashless society means no more uh, tucking away cash for the for those preparing to leave domestic violence. No more purchases of marketplace unless you want to risk bank transfer fraud. No more garage sales. No mm. more cash donations to hungry homeless you pass. No more cash slipped into the hands of a child from their grandparent. No more money in birthday cards. No more Piggy banks or tooth fairy for your kids. 
No more selling bits and pieces from your home that you no longer want or need for a bit of cash in return. And less choices of where you purchase based on affordability. What a cashless society does guarantee is banks have full control of every single cent you own. And by the way, the government can track every single purchase. And that's already begun. They're, they're already deep into that. Every transaction you make is recorded. All your movements and actions are traceable. Well, I, I don't care. I, I'm not doing anything wrong. They can watch me all day and all night if they want to. It, yeah. it, it terrifies me when you hear people say, well, I don't carry cash. Because they're mm-hmm. more likely to fall right in line with this without thinking. Well, I don't use it anyway, so whatever. Yeah. Yeeks. Yeah. Well, we've made the transition really to the debit card so much and credit cards that because it just automatically you can record it records on online and you can just check it off on you don't need to do paperwork at home anymore i mean it's it is convenient it's really convenient uh but there's going to be some issues and they're already beginning the irs is warning americans right now over six hundred dollars is the threshold to report a Venmo transaction or PayPal payments. Yeah, $600. If you didn't already have reason enough to ditch PayPal and Venmo for their political views. Yeah. And right. going after you for Here's another your reason. Speech. Yeah. You remember when we said, look, they're going to they're going to start tracing transactions all the way down to $600. People were like, "No, that's ridiculous. Of course they're not going to do that. This is for people with like $10,000 purchases like drug addicts." No. $600 if you make a transaction through a third party like Venmo or PayPal. The IRS yesterday uh, posted an explainer warning American business owners earning $600 or more per year on payments that are received through apps like Cash App, Venmo, PayPal that they'll receive a tax form known as the Form 1099-K. That's what we need, more tax forms. Yeah, right. The rule does not apply to non-commercial payments, like reimbursing someone for food or rent or other one-off transactions. But if you do something on a regular basis, yeah, they're tracking you. Wow. Uh, The Biden administration hopes that reducing the threshold, the measure will crack down on Americans evading taxes by not reporting the full extent of their gross income. The proposal was offered as a way to help pay for a $3.5 trillion social spending bill that will invest in climate programs. All right. (laughs) Yay. Thank goodness. So PayPal, Venmo, and all those third-party apps will be reporting your transactions for you to the U.S. government. So it's not a matter, uh, just a matter of you reporting. It's it's effectively the same thing as your employer reporting. Gosh. And so if you don't have the corresponding paperwork mm-hmm. when you file, well, I mean, they already know about this stuff, thanks to PayPal and Venmo and all of them. <laughs> oh, boy. 87,000 new IRS agents. Don't forget. They're just, they're just squeezing the vice grip a little more every single day until they've squeezed the life right out of our freedom. And we, we don't have it anymore. Man, we really have to stand up. And say no to this stuff. But, I mean, it's they've already started the snowball rolling down the hill. 
we got to get with it. Get with the program. And participate in this republic. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. 888-933-93. Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, still got just a ton of things to get get to today. Uh, in, in Qatar, the USA is taking on Iran in a big soccer match. They have to win or they're eliminated. So if they win, they move on to the elimination round. Um, and... After tying England, who beat Iran six to two, you gotta believe. You gotta believe we can we got this one. But you know, it's interesting that in Qatar they're having so many problems, people showing up in rainbow gear, you know, to make some kind of point, and they're being turned away, not allowed to enter. Uh the Israeli journalists and fans are being yelled at. Uh People are throwing things at them. They're being turned away. Why, why did Qatar get the World Cup when you knew all of this stuff was going to happen? What was it? It was, um, yeah, the election problem in in Georgia that cost Georgia the all-star game because they wanted people to prove who they were when they voted. (laughs) And then, of course, by the way, Texas passes a very similar law and just was awarded the all-star game. Oh, right. No comment from the MLB <laughs> on that. Jeez. <laughs> ah! But, but yeah. then to a hateful country, a country right. that just doesn't coexist with homosexuals mm-hmm. or any in the LGBTQQIA2 plus community. Uh, yeah, no problem. You can have the games. What? Why did you do that? Just absolutely bizarre. Yeah, it's going to be uh, interesting to see these Iranian players. Did they? Did they not stand for their national anthem? They did something when their national anthem plays. Played. And it pissed off the uh, sure did and Iranian leadership. Their families have been threatened back yeah. home. And if so they much... do it again, uh-huh. your families could uh, not be around when you get back home. Oh, there's a lot of unrest there in Iran right now too. Jeez. I mean, you've got all these places, these in mm-hmm. the world. You got China, Iran. Yeah, uh, Brazil's a different issue. That's a uh, election related. But my gosh, um, these uh, tyrannical regimes mm-hmm. that are feeling the heat, mm-hmm. it'd be nice if uh, the president of the United States might, you know, say something. Yeah. I tell you, Iran, you got to stop <laughs> stop your uprisings when Obama and Biden are in office. Yeah, right. God. That's right. Uh, hold back for <laughs> when you, you can get some support from somebody who cares, uh, and that'd be a Republican. Certainly, Donald Trump would help. I, I think in, he'd at least say something from yeah. the bully pulpit. Yeah, and encourage whatever's going on, and add, you know, give whatever aid we can to them within reason. <laughs> it would give him a chance to say, "I canceled that deal. It was a horrible deal." <laughs> you know, and, and he's talking about Iran, so he'd have a chance uh, to to talk about that, right? Uh, I don't know. It's gonna, man. I just, I I feel for these players, man. I can't imagine how you could concentrate on the game. That's got to be tough. Knowing what's going on back home with your family and stuff. Yeah, that has to be really tough. Uh, speaking of oppressive regimes, I just got this uh, late last week. I, I got this 
email from our homeowners association. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> you know the the real Nazis. That's right. And uh, it starts out, dear neighbors, our creek has become. We got a creek that kind of meanders through the neighborhood. Could I follow the creek to your house? You could, well, uh, if you get to the community, which you can't because there's oh, there's no. no road between our community. Okay, all right. I was just checking to see if there's yeah. another way in. Our creek has become home to some very industrious beavers. Oh, right! <laughs> yes! They've been wreaking havoc on the trees along portions of the creek, already downing several large trees. Please note, this is occurring on private property and is 100% not the right or responsibility of the HOA to handle. Yeah, okay. What is? I mean, what do we have you for? What are you supposed to do? Because mm. you don't do anything except threaten because... My mailbox is four inches too big. Thank you. The city of, uh, well, the city I live in will also not help (laughs) homeowners address this problem, referring them instead to a local pest removal company. So instead of just, I don't know, killing the beavers, (laughs) I got to pay up to $2,000 to have them sweetly, nicely relocated. How many people live in this neighborhood? I don't know. There's 65 homes in it. How much is that? That's a lot. 130,000 bucks they want for yeah. this? Uh, Shut up. Uh-huh. I'd rather just have my backyard flooded. Thank you very much. Uh, it says it depends on the number of beavers we need to have removed. <laughs> so it looks to be up to $2,000. One to $2,000. Maybe if you only have one or two beavers, it's 1000 Any more oh, than that oh, is 2000 grand, grand total? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're going to have to dip <clears throat> into the kitty right there. I'm not Well, no, extra. grand total per, per... Oh, it is per. Per house, yeah. Yeah. What in the what? This is. Yeah. I'm not paying two thousand dollars to have beavers removed. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do you know who the president of your HOA is? Is it Vladimir Zelensky? Uh, no. Because that would it make is sense. Not, but that would make sense. Oh my it? gosh. Jeez. That's terrible. Yeah. My HOA is just pointless. They just collect the money every year, and they talk about how mm-hmm. yeah we need a new fence or a wall or something, just something out there at the road. I've lived in this neighborhood for over a decade. It's yeah. the same fence from when we moved in. They've been talking about, what are you doing with this cash? You're sitting on this money. That's what I wonder, too. What do you do with the, the thousands I pay you just mm-hmm. to live, just for the privilege of living in right. that neighborhood? What do you do with it? My neighborhood doesn't even have a pool. I mean, it's that the most sucks. pointless neighborhood in Texas. <laughs> we collect HOA dues every year and uh, do and nothing. nothing, absolutely nothing. nothing with it except for come back to you a year later. Yeah. Ugh. Do they send threatening letters like, uh, hey, you left your garbage can out overnight? Oh, no. Not to me. That's horrific. No. No? And, and I put it out. That. Man, sometimes I put it out early, like two days before trash day just because you know oh I'm really out, i'm out there in the yard i'm working i'm like you know what i'm hot and sweating i'm just gonna put it here now with all the branches that's for boating wow yeah nobody's bugged me it's amazing that is amazing probably because i have a angry a reputation face, maybe an angry face yeah don't mess with keith <laughs> don't even don't even bring it up uh <laughs> no i have it out with my recycling guy not not the hoa guy so do you ever have it out with beavers? Because <laughs> I've never had a fight with a beaver. <laughs> They're really costly to remove. Have you apparently. seen these beavers? I have not. So do you know how close this activity, this beaver activity, is, is to, to my house? house? Yeah. I don't. Okay. I really don't. I, I, every day I think, okay, I'm going to go back and check where my property meets the creek uh-huh. and see, you know, if there's a beaver problem there. Yeah. But I keep forgetting. You keep so. forgetting to go check on the beaver. Okay. You might end up with beaver pelts. 
Yeah, baby. You can bring those back. Mm-hmm. Dude, if you show up here, I want to see Pat Gray roll in here some morning with like a uh, like a beaver cap or something on. Almost like the kind that uh, sure. Daniel Boone wore. Yeah, and then Except we'll know. I think that was a raccoon. Yeah, but we'll know that, oh, business has been taken care of in the gray uh-huh. house. <laughs> yep. Okay. He's got a beaver pelt. Seriously. Okay. Is anywhere in this <clears throat> correspondence from the HOA... Are they saying, hey, feel free to, you know, shoot the beaver if it's no. on your property? No. Is it legal? No, if not. a beaver is on your property in the state of Texas. To shoot it? Don't know. But I doubt it. Private? I property. bet you can't. They're probably protected. Texas? Yeah, I'm sure they're protected. <clears throat> okay. Because well. they don't even offer the uh, option of killing the beaver. It's just like for the nice removal and relocation of the beavers. Okay. Well, here is. Uh, oh, jeez. Hang on. Control F for, hang on. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Required to, so you need a license to take fur-bearing animals or their pelts during the recreational season. A person taking fur bearers with a trapper's license is not required to possess a hunting license. So you got to get a license. But, it, but not Texas. a hunting license. Yeah, no, you'll need a, one or the other. You're okay. going to need either a hunting mm-hmm. license or... Or a trapper's license. Hmm. That might be cheaper than, than might. this right here. So then you got to go and find out two things. When is beaver season in Texas? <laughs> Which is something and then the next a lot tab, of people haven't contemplated. How much think. is a beaver hunting license in Texas? Got multiple tabs working here. Let's go back here. Okay, so oh, you got okay between October 1st and May 31st. All mm. right, so you're good. It's beaver mm-hmm. season. And the cost is there's no bag uh, or possession limit. Huh. So you can just go all good. out. Good. But uh, you don't know how much it costs? Yeah, I don't have the, huh. the cost yet, but I'll get back right. to you on that. Yeah, get back to me. Uh-huh. In the meantime, we got this uh, really <laughs> cool box of fudge uh, from Angela. Angela Olson uh, nice. says, Pat and friends, May 6th, Jeffy said on your show... Fans should continue to send food. <laughs> that could be any day, not just May 6th. <clears throat> but yes, yes. she says, but it was too hot back then to send fudge. I oh. started my little silk fudge company in Pier, South Dakota, oh. and eventually had a storefront in Keystone, South Dakota, by Mount Rushmore. Oh, that must have been cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband had a job change. We're now in third world California. You miss the politics of South Dakota, but not the weather. I managed to surround myself with like-minded conservatives. Yes, there are many here in California. Mm. And we listen to your show, Glenn's, Sarah's, while I make silk fudge. This keeps me sane in an insane state. You know, happy Thanksgiving and Merry Christmas, hey, thank Angela. You so thank you. Much. And, and this fudge is fantastic. Uh, well, really delicious. I can't wait to try it. I, I grabbed the peanut butter cup version. Oh, Silk fudge. So good. Yeah, really good. Okay. Uh, and, you know, I would, I'd be proud to, like, hmm? I'm not saying we're going to do a business transaction while I'm on this, but uh, that would go well with cookies. Uh, oh. Cookies and fudge. That'd be a good combination. Like a, like a Like a Kexi silk fudge <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Partnership. And cookie thing. Yeah, cookies and fudge. Uh, uh-huh. By the way, if you go to Kexi.com, you can... You can purchase the best cookie on the face of the planet. You can still use the code. Now, we had the Friday, the Black Friday sale. We had the Cyber Monday sale. 
we still have the Jeffy going. When you use the promo code the Jeffy, you'll uh-huh. get eighteen percent, eighteen percent off at Kexi.com. A lot of people were taking advantage of that uh, other sale. Uh, awesome. yesterday, making it known on Twitter. Yeah, it was quite quite a busy day at our. You kitchen. guys were there, mm-hmm. doing some work. Uh, all right, the radical environmentalists on the left getting pretty desperate, pushing their climate insanity. Uh, this article is from <clears throat> psychiatrist psychiatry.com psychiatrist.com uh you have it bookmarked right it's oh, like your course. startup page yeah yeah uh, okay. <laughs> yes it's my home page yeah as the climate crisis deepens migraine headaches are getting worse <laughs> migraine headaches brought on by climate change <laughs> I, I, I mean everything everything the symptoms of other neurological diseases such as dementia Multiple sclerosis and Parkinson's diseases are also intensifying. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we can blame all of that now on climate change. But don't you dare hint that the vaccine might have something to do with some of these illnesses. Don't you dare even suggest such a thing. We will shut you down. I bet those beavers are active in your neighborhood because of climate, climate change. change. hmm Yep. By the way, $19 gets you a Oh, license. well, that's better yeah. than 2000 I'd say. Yeah. Now, if you want to trap it, though, <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, I'm sorry, that 19 is for the trapper's license. 95 I think, is the hunting license, Either way, if I saw correctly. That's Either still way, a much better cheaper, deal. Cheaper, better deal. Yep. Mm-hmm. Stroke may become more prevalent as well, according to this new report in Neurology, the medical journal of the American Academy of Neurology. As we witness the effects of a warming planet on human health, <laughs> it is imperative that neurologists anticipate how neurological disease may change. So strokes not <clears throat> caused by the vaccine. No, definitely no. caused by climate change. Climate change. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh. science, Keith. Migraine headaches. Climate change. <sighs> Parkinson's. Climate change. MS. Climate change. Their findings are concerning. Extreme weather events and temperature fluctuations were associated with stroke evidence and severity, migraine, hospitalization in dementia patients, and worsening of MS and emerging neuroinfectious diseases like West Nile virus. Climate change. Airborne pollutants, especially nitrates and fine particulate matter. Oh, oh, is it a small particle thing again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They appear to be especially potent culprits in magnifying the severity of stroke, headaches, dementia risk, Parkinson's, and MS. And you just have to say it over and over and over again for you so it really drums into your head. Climate change poses many challenges for humanity, some of which are not well studied, according to this study head for example our review did not find any articles related to effects on neurological health from food and water insecurity insecurity yet these are clearly linked to neurologic health and climate change quote clearly 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 now we haven't studied it but it's obvious it's so clear that it's related to climate change Wow. Additional research should be done to gain a bit. You mean some research might be good? <laughs> and maybe you don't have an already predetermined conclusion? How about that? <clears throat> but they want to gain a better understanding of how climate impacts the nervous system. 
The authors identified three key priorities for further study. Neurologic infectious disease risk mitigation, understanding the pathophysiology of airborne pollutants on the nervous system, and methods to improve delivery of neurologic care in the face of climate-related disruptions. So we need more money. We need more money to study this stuff. Of course we do. I swear to these people. Yeah. I can. And, of course, this is all published ahead of the UN's 27th conference on the parties. Oh, COP 27. Oh, oh, so they published this just uh, coming. ahead of time. Yes. Okay. Um, incredible. That's neat. Incredible. Jeez. I, <sighs> everything is climate change. Absolutely everything. And they don't even have studies to back up their conclusions. They just throw it all out there. They just throw it out. Yeah, we need to study this because we're pretty sure. It's pretty clear. It's pretty obvious. This is brought on by climate change. Yeah, just sign right there. Make the check out to um, Keith uh, Laboratories Education stuff. and we'll Fund stuff. Fund, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll make sure to get to the bottom of all this. <laughs> <sighs> if you're a dog owner, you know, I'm sure you love your dog. You consider your dog part of the family and you just want the best for it. And that's why there's Rough Greens. Rough Greens is not dog food, but it's a dog food supplement. You sprinkle on top of the dog's food. They go wild for it. Now, of course, Keith's dogs, we need to have them checked because they're the only ones I'm aware of that didn't absolutely love this. (laughs) Now, you want to make sure that your dog is going to be among the dogs like mine who just loves it and won't even eat her food without it on top of of her food. Uh, So, Rough Greens... We'll send you a free bag to try out for just a couple of days, just a sample bag. You can see if your dog loves it. If your dog loves it, then, you know, go ahead and jump in with both feet and make an order. But all you have to pay initially for this free bag is the shipping. Go to roughgreens.com. That's R-U-F-F greens.com or 833-783-3364. Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, This is really, I think this is a great idea. Uh, After obtaining seven ancient permafrost samples, scientists from the French National Center for Scientific Research were able to document 13 never-before-seen viruses that have been lying dormant in the ice. And what would be a great idea is to reanimate those viruses. See if we can't spread them all over the world. And since they're ancient and they haven't been around for mankind right now, we've got no immunity to them. So please reanimate these viruses and let's see if they can escape into the general population and just run rampant. Because wouldn't that be good for global warming if a bunch of us died from some ancient disease we've never heard of? Same researchers found a 30,000-year-old virus in 2014, which was trapped in permafrost. Notably, it was still able to infect organisms. Now they've beaten their own record with a find that's 48,500 years old. uh, They named it Pandora virus Yedoma. Pandora virus Yedoma. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like this. Sounds like the opening <sighs> sequence of a horror flick. Doesn't it? Oh, come on, y'all. The scientists who called these uh, zombie viruses, <laughs> they called them a, a public health threat. 
you think? Pointed to global warming. No, as an ongoing risk that could result in the release of deadly pathogens. Every story. <clears throat> Due to climate change, irreversibly warming and thawing permafrost is releasing organic matter frozen for up to a million years, most of which decomposes into carbon dioxide and methane, further enhancing the greenhouse effect. Part of this organic matter also consists of revived cellular microbes, mm-hmm. as well as viruses that remain dormant since prehistorical times. Okay. Wow. We, wow, good. Can we find a freezer somewhere? And <laughs> I don't like this at all. Some of these zombie viruses could potentially be dangerous to humans. <laughs> what a surprise. And in fact, thawing permafrost has already claimed human lives. In 2016... One child died and dozens of people were hospitalized after an anthrax outbreak in Siberia. Officials believe the outbreak started because a heat wave thawed the permafrost and unearthed a reindeer carcass infected with anthrax from decades ago. About 2,300 reindeer died in the outbreak. Mm. Whoa, it's costing us reindeer now? Mm, Yeah. Yeah, that's where we have to put our foot down. When reindeer start dying due to climate change, that's when we're... We're going to get off our dead butts and do something about climate change now. It feels like Christmas is being threatened by <laughs> climate change. Permafrost. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's, yeah. We, why must we mess with this stuff? Always. I don't know. I really don't know. Did you not see Jurassic Park? <laughs> I mean, it was fun in the beginning, didn't turn out well in the end. Mm. Over 70% of children aged 7 to 12 are now afraid of climate change, according to a new survey. Yeah, because it's killing off reindeer. Yeah, it is. And people and the planet itself. (laughs) Uh, Various experts say that children and teenagers of various demographics are experiencing high rates of mental health difficulties. With one school counselor earlier this year saying that anxiety rates have hit an all-time high uh, post-lockdown. According to uh, a report by Euronews... The survey polled 1,000 kids born between 2010 and 2015 on their views regarding the environment. They found that a total of 71% were now worried about environmental changes. 27% of respondents in particular said that the impact change of uh, changing global temperatures we're having uh, on animals is their greatest concern. So they're really worried about the animals, but not themselves. <laughs> While just under one in five were most concerned about plastic pollution. Well, I mean, when you have the Great Pacific Garbage Patch right. that is so big it can't be photographed. <laughs> can't zoom out far enough. <laughs> it's two and a half times the size of Texas. Wow. Or, or the exact size of Alaska. Okay. Uh, and so I don't know why people don't say, it's the size of Alaska. I guess two and a half times the size of Texas sounds sounds worse. Mm-hmm. Um, the survey is one of the latest examples of so-called eco-anxiety, extreme worry in relation to changing climate. Well, yeah, they're scaring the crap out of these kids. I don't doubt it. Oh, not at all. <clears throat> they are petrified. The Anybody born in the last 20 years is absolutely scared out of their minds because of climate change because the alarmists are desperately trying to do that to them. They're fear-mongering them into almost not being able to, to function anymore. And they really believe the bull crap that we only have eight years left. Jeez. I mean, you're doing such a disservice. It's, it's really criminal 
what they're doing to our kids. Yeah, the more they can scare these kids, ruin their lives through lockdowns or or this kind of indoctrination with the climate or hating mm-hmm. yourself because uh, you're white and you're cis, the more they can destroy them, the more they can replace that hole with government intervention mm-hmm. and control these kids till they're dead. Absolutely. Work pack gray unleashed. Coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, it's great to have you with us. 888 <clears throat> If it's not eco-fears or the effects of lockdowns, it's the gender insanity that they're just uh, hammering away at our children. A Texas middle school teacher bragged about indoctrinating her students on TikTok and interrogated each of her classes about whether they believed a non-binary identity made them uncomfortable. Oh, gosh. If she's still employed, uh, that I'm pretty sure. Texas is over. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know where this stands. I need to get an update on that. But I do know that it, it this story drew a uh, response from Governor Abbott, who said that uh, the next uh, legislative session, they're going to make sure that this kind of nonsense is... Stopped. Outlawed. Yeah, in Texas. Yeah. Uh, she was identified as Kelsey McCracken. Release the McCracken! Uh, who teaches math at W.A. Meacham Middle School in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Indoctrinating mm-hmm. the youth, she said in her class, adding that the kids were lining up at my door. <laughs> McCracken told students to use the word mix instead of Ms. <laughs> And came out to them as non-binary. Oh, shut up. Okay. You're trying too hard. Alrighty. For me, the students are amazing about it. Pretty much all of my students call me Mix or call me by my first name. There are some staff around the school who still call me Ms. I just don't have the energy or effort to correct them. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. You poor thing. Don't have the energy to correct people calling you Miss. The educator explained that using the term mix incorporates the uh, my or me, M-I, in miss, and the uh, M-I in mister. Yeah, don't think about it too hard. So it's mix. (laughs) It still doesn't make sense. So one of my students asked me a question, and I wanted to get TikTok's opinion on it. You know how the respectful thing to say to people is, ma'am or sir, I've come out to my students. All my students know that I'm non-binary. Most of my students call me mix. Most of the staff calls me mix or coach. Huh. What does she coach? Uh, (laughs) I would guess. A lot of people falter (laughs) when it comes to ma'am. And one of my students came up to me the other day and said, mix... Uh, what do I call you? Because I say, yes, ma'am, that feels disrespectful. But if I say just yes, mm-hmm. that also feels disrespectful. Right. My genuine question is, is there a non-binary way of saying that? Gosh, the fact that kids have to even <laughs> think about this insanity. Does that sound like a real conversation a kid in middle school would have with a <laughs> teacher? Not to me, but maybe in this day and age it is. I don't know. Maybe they have contemplated this stuff so much that they're really concerned about being disrespectful by calling a woman ma'am. I'm sorry, she's not a woman. She's non-binary. Yeah, thank you. Get it right. <laughs> she's one of the 97 other genders that you can actually you be. My gosh. 
and our chi- our children have to deal with this. That's certainly going to cause no confusion to no. any of them. That's going to be perfect for us. And that's us. the point, right? Yeah. Let's, let's yep. make sure that we're coming at them from every angle, trying to destroy them. Man, they are. Mm-hmm. They really, really are. Yeah, and what is this, this, uh, <clears throat> what's this world, uh, this strange world movie, Disney's, I don't know, has it come out yet, or it's going to come out, or whatever? It did come out, and it was a massive flop. Wow, okay, because I, I saw a thing from... Um, uh, Christopher Ruffo, who follows you know all the Disney stuff from the inside, and he said that uh, Iger um, put the kibosh on making the main character uh, non-binary because he said okay. that uh, uh, this one this isn't going to fly in the marketplace. This is before he left the first time, uh, and okay. so I, I don't know I don't know much about the movie. I yeah, think I don't either. I know but that the involves... main character is gay maybe yeah i think that they're teen gays okay. it's a teen gay romance got it from disney okay so they were originally yeah. going to make that character non-binary and he's like i don't think it's going to make a lot of money and, he's and it right. sounds like it failed on both counts huh it did <laughs> well initially they were expecting i don't know 60 or 80 million then they revised that to okay maybe it'll do 30 or 40 million on the thanksgiving day holiday it did uh let's see 18.9 million mm. So that's over five days. Huge flop. They think it's going to lose $100 million. <laughs> and that's because America is so hateful, Keith. Go woke, go broke. And it should not be that way. That's just mm-hmm. the hatred. The lingering hatred in this nation. <laughs> that's what it is. Okay. So their break-even number with All this right. movie is $360 million. Okay. That's not going to fly. We're not going to get there. <laughs> I uh, got news for you. That isn't going to happen. Uh, speaking of unique individuals, Sam Brinton, a no. senior energy department official. That's right. Remember this guy. It's <laughs> a guy who likes to dress in leather and, yeah, yeah. and dress up men in doggy outfits. And uh, Right. And he's an administration <sighs> official. Mm-hmm. He was charged with stealing a traveler's luggage in the Minneapolis airport in September. Shortly before quietly taking a leave of absence. Now, this can't happen because these people are wonderful. Pure. They're brave. They're heroes. Mm-hmm. So how did that happen? I think the way you described them as uh, pure as the wind-driven snow. Yes. <laughs> so so this is impossible. I, I refuse to believe it's this impossible. about Sam It Brenton. is. You're yeah. right. Brinton, who serves as the DOE's Deputy Assistant Secretary for Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition. <laughs> That's perfect. That's actually. a great gig if you can get it. <laughs> How much is that? We looked this up at the time. What, what, what is did. the title again? Uh, I'll find it. Sam. Assistant Secretary for Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition. Well, whatever it is, it's apparently not enough to buy his own suitcase. No, he allegedly took a Vera Bradley suitcase worth $2,325 from the luggage carousel. Yeah, he makes $178,000 plus. Oh my gosh, and he had to steal a, a luggage? This is a very weird story, too. Really is. Well, yeah. How so, do you think that's going to go over? So he takes this suitcase, takes the lady's like uh, name tag off of it, right? Yeah. And leaves with it, takes it to the hotel. <laughs> Jeez. And I'm trying to remember, the police, they, they, they figure out who it is and who, you know, they track well, him down. Well, there's probably... Yeah, because he gets into an Video. Uber. Yeah, exactly. They tracked him through, uh, got into an Uber, went to the hotel. Yeah. Tells police that he took it by mistake, even though it was obvious that he knew it was hers by taking the name tag off. Oh, my gosh. Says he left the, uh, what did he say? I left the, the, the luggage 
in drawers in the hotel because I didn't know what I didn't leave the suitcase because that would be weird. It was so weird. He, I think if I remember correctly, he takes the the suitcase to Europe with him, and and it's like wow, it's theft, clearly theft. Right. So I guess he's going to go to court now, right? Uh, yes. Good. Yeah. He now he as you mentioned denies stealing anything, uh, but he did have the suitcase with him and uh, he removed the tag, so he must have known it wasn't. Yes. His. He knew it wasn't his. This guy. Jeez. <laughs> oh, so that's great. It's not. It's not the. Uh, mm. It's not. It's. Oh gosh. It's not the dressing up dudes in leather and and uh, mm-hmm. uh, blasphemy that uh, mm-hmm. he goes by with uh, mm-hmm. with all of the the cute little names that uh, him and his little club. Oh, they dress yeah. up like nuns or whatever and, and have these oh. sacrilegious names for themselves. I forgot what his was. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? Yeah, I, I forgot what his was. Great? But, uh, mm. yeah, he's he's a winner. And uh, But that stuff's not going to keep him out of the Biden administration. I don't even know if this if a conviction will. Yeah, I'm sure it with will. With Minneapolis. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. It'll be swept under the rug. Uh, all right, let me tell you about keeps. Uh, if the first thing you notice when you look at a photo or look in the mirror is a receding hairline or a bald spot. Keeps can help you change that. Did you know that two out of three guys experience hair loss before they're 35? You really want to gamble with your hair? Flip the odds in your favor and save your hair with Keeps. Hair loss can be tough. I mean, you know, you get really self-conscious about it and you know, wear baseball caps all the time or like a hoodie, maybe, if you're like a John Fetterman who's trying to hide a massive goiter. <laughs> yeah. But instead, give Keeps a try. They are fantastic to work with. They'll tailor make the uh, whatever you want to. They'll hear what you're trying to do with your hair and then come up with the solution that's right for you. Really easy. You don't have to wait in doctor's offices or go to visit the pharmacy. It all happens right in the comfort and privacy of your own home. And if you have any questions, you can message your Keeps doctor 24-7. So, it's time to save your hair. Visit Keeps.com slash Pat. Get 50% off your first order. That's K-E-E-P-S. Keeps.com slash Pat. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. All right. Um, wow. It's just a world gone mad. And another indication is uh, the dean at the University of Cambridge in Britain came to the defense of a junior research fellow whose sermon last Sunday about Jesus having a trans body reportedly left outraged congregates in tears. And a lot of them, I understand, just got up and left. Just got out of the out of the church. Dr. Michael Banner, Dean of Trinity College, said Joshua Heath raised legitimate speculation. No. (laughs) No. In his Evensong sermon, during which the researcher claimed from the pulpit of Trinity College Chapel that non-erotic portrayals of Jesus. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. Oh, wow. You can't even read this. I know. In historical paintings, uh, urge a welcoming rather than hostile response toward the raised voices of trans people. What? (sighs) Okay. First of all, those aren't photographs. Okay. (laughs) People are guessing at at what he looks like. They're just, they're painting what they think. (laughs) 
He might have looked like. There's really no video evidence. There's what? really no. Yeah, there's no photographs of Jesus. I don't know if you're aware. Oh, of that. that's weird. Yeah, it's not weird. That that that. Right. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. So that's. Yeah. It's issue number one. So that's right thing one. <laughs> yeah. In Christ's simultaneously masculine and feminine body in these works, if the body of Christ, as these works suggest, the body of all bodies, then his body is also the trans body. Oh, shut up. Man, you talk about... Oh, my gosh. Doing mental gymnastics to try to fit in your perverted uh, worldview. I mean, that is ridiculous. Okay, I'm, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there that I wonder if can't read. Yeah, I just, no. mm-hmm. can't read. It's just Mm-mm. it's just blasphemy. Yeah. Female body parts wow. on Christ. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, from where he was uh yeah, where he was jabbed with the spear mm-hmm. in his side. They try to make something out of that. Yeah, people were just creepy, yelling and crying weird. and I mean and this is wow. part of the plan, right? Destroy religion. They actually shouted heresy. Mhm. That's interesting. As, you know, the church service was going on, uh, one person said, I left the service in tears, she wrote to the dean. You offered to speak with me afterwards, but I was too distressed. I am contemptuous of the idea that by cutting a hole in a man, uh, yeah, okay, I'm not even going to read the rest of that, because it is just, it's sacrilege, and even the complaints about it, you, you, <laughs> I know, right? you just don't want to speak such things. I'm especially contemptuous of such imagery when applied to our Lord from the pulpit at Evensong. Wow, yeah. And on and on Can and on it goes. Can you believe the stuff that we have to talk about in this world? That's crazy. It is crazy. <sighs> that Okay, I, I never thought we'd get here. You talk about an Overton window. Mm-hmm. That makes the crucifix in the jar of urine mm-hmm. more acceptable than this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, it's hard to believe. That we've gotten to this place. Oof. Look for some, I don't know, shards of brimstone coming down from the clouds mm. uh, in the next few days, perhaps. If it gets cloudy in your area. If you're lucky, maybe uh, uh, maybe they'll take out those beavers causing trouble <clears throat> in your neighborhood. That's an idea. <laughs> you're thinking <laughs> about that idea. trapper's license, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I am. Definitely. <laughs> 19 bucks, baby. Wow. So, you're not even safe at church. No. Really, depending on where you're going. And we had this, uh, this is a Christmas worship service in uh, here in Texas. Yeah, I don't know where this is. It looks like it might be Joel Osteen's place. I wondered that too. <laughs> it looks like it might be. I, I don't know for a fact, yeah. so we probably shouldn't speculate. But look what they're... <laughs> they're, they're rehearsing. This is going to be the casual Christmas service somewhere. See, I thought so Holsteins went around in a circle, though, like the compact center, you know? Oh, yeah, maybe. I might be wrong. I don't know. This looks like the... Uh, I don't know. But but look, they're flying through the air playing the drums. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought, you know, we got to talk service. about this. we got to talk about this. Yeah, that seems... I mean, when the presentation is more like a circus than church, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not sure... I like that. Here's what I want to know. Can you play that again? Martin, pull that audio down about halfway if you don't mind. Can you play that again in there, Jake? So, how much does this contraption cost? <laughs> yeah, look at all these know. beams, man. And these guys flying around playing the drums. So, my, my, my honest question is, and this is not meant to rip on this church at all. I promise you. That's not where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. I want to know, did the people that gave their tithe... Right? Did they mm-hmm. know it was going to go? Is this a special <laughs> fund? It's going to go to Flying Drummers? <laughs> yeah. We got the Flying Drummer Fund. 
Or is this part of the regular tithe, you know, yeah. offering you do every week? I don't know. Maybe people like it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Do you would you like that kind of service? Maybe you go to that kind of service. I don't know. I know that you know bands are a big part of things now mm-hmm. in some churches. They have a real big presentation and and videos that they play during the presentation. I mean, it's it's. Uh, it's a very entertaining experience in a lot of places mm-hmm. now. And then the counter argument to people that maybe don't like that kind of uh, service mm-hmm. um, would say, oh, well, hey, it gets butts in the seats, you know. Right. We get them in here and yeah. we preach the word. Uh, they're not going to come if we just say, hey, come in here and sing, you know, uh, f- from the uh, hymn book. Right. And right. so you say, hey, you want to come and see this rocking band? And, and maybe, flying drummers, and you, you might, you know what? It might be a good deal for you because then you're going to leave with your soul saved, and you thought mm-hmm. you were just coming to a concert, right? So yeah, I mean there is that element of it, and that's why they do it, obviously. So, but I do but wonder, that, does like the old couple that says, "Well, you know, we want to turn in early, mm-hmm. so we're going to the early Christmas service." Yeah, you know, we heard it's ca- you say it's casual. Well, we'll find out what that means. And then you walk in there and you see, what the heck? <laughs> flying like drummers. flying drummers around. And then do you just mm-hmm. sit there and talk to your uh, spouse and you're like, so uh, how much do you think this cost? Like, did we pay for this? <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, because I, because it's a different then, time. Because you can make the other argument and say, well, how many mouths could you feed with the cash you put into the flying drummer machine? I uh, will say this it's a lot better than alleging that Jesus was trans. Exactly. That much I, that much I will you say about it. You are so correct, and yeah. that Jesus was possibly trans sermon. That is somebody who has probably. If you went back and you found the 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 person who who gave this, their goal probably in life mm-hmm. for their entire career has been to infiltrate a church like this, to to ultimately mm-hmm. preach blasphemy from the pulpit. Yeah. And then we're in this, we're in 2022. And so the avenue is let's say that Jesus was trans. These people, they start early, man. They have a plan how to destroy things and they're full speed ahead. They've seriously been working on this plan for at least a hundred years and probably long before that. And so a lot of their work and a lot of their patience is coming to fruition right now. Patience. And that's what we're seeing. You know, the progressives are just patient communists. They just don't overthrow governments in a bloody way, but they instead become insidious and just rot you from the inside out. And that's what's happening right now. Frightening. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Glenn played this on the show as I filled in for Stu yesterday. I wanted to share it with you if you if you missed it because there's a former FBI. Now this is from nineteen sixty six. And this former FBI agent turned uh, political activist reporter talking about democracy versus a republic. This is so great. 1966, when most people weren't even, didn't even fathom such a thing, uh, here's what he had to say. A constitutional republic, not a democracy. That's what we are. The ideal of a democracy is universal equality. The ideal of Mm. a constitutional republic is individual liberty. Did you get that? The ideal of a democracy is equality that is so true how often do we hear it that's all we hear preached from the left is equality 
A democracy always degenerates into dictatorship, which promises mm -hmm. government-guaranteed equality and security, right. but it delivers nothing but poverty and serfdom for the people it robs and rules. Mm. America was founded as a constitutional republic to safeguard the liberties mm. of the people against the tyranny of democracy or of one-man dictatorship. In this century, great strides have been made toward the goal of subverting our republic into a democracy. The foremost tactic yep. of the subverters is subversion of language. Hmm. By calling America a democracy until people thoughtlessly accept and use the term, the totalitarians have obscured the real meaning of our principles of government. Thank you. That is a summary of my report on a constitutional <laughs> republic, not a democracy. That's a very good summary. Thank you, Dan. Thank you for that. 1966, he started warning about that. Wow, is that relevant today? Because they have come a long way since 1966 on this democracy thing. Wow. Yeah, we are going to tweet that out at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. All right. If you want to check that out. Also, Mercedes is going to make your uh, electric vehicle faster, quicker, if you pay $1,200 a year extra for it. <laughs> Mercedes will soon let owners of its electric EQ models. Oh, wow. And can you imagine how expensive they are to begin with? And then you pay another $1,200 a year? Uh, but they're gonna, you're going to unlock quicker acceleration as part of a $1,200 annual subscription. <laughs> Purchased through Mercedes Me Connect services, the subscription is said to drop the zero to sixty mile an hour times by as much as a full second. Oh my. You just download this. That's really interesting and terrifying. I think I think Tesla has something <laughs> like this. I think you can upgrade uh, certain things and pay a little bit extra once you get a Tesla. The subscription also increases the max output from the electric motors by between 60 and 87 horsepower, depending on the model. <laughs> wow. I mean, you talk about giving up control. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Right. No, thank you. Because obviously they'll also be able to shut it down, mm -hmm. seemingly, right? If they can speed it up, they can slow it down or stop it. They can also monitor wherever you are. They'll know at all times. Of course, they already know that, and I'm not hiding anything from them. That happened a long time ago with my toll tag. <laughs> with my toll tag. <laughs> nice. Uh, boy, this... The, you already got a toll tag. They know where you are every minute of every day. Who cares? Yeah, now they can shut you down. Yeah. Well, they could with your own star too. That's a said that's been allowed that way for a long time. Okay, I'm about to, I know. So let's make it worse. Now I'm going to hit home with this one. They oh, yeah. could force you to drive the speed limit. All right, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> you can track me. You can shut my car down. Yeah. But you force me to drive 35 and a 35 where clearly it should be 55. No, thank you. They, and they absolutely could and will do this. I mean, every every option they have available to them, eventually they use it for <laughs> some reason. You know? You know, like when you're uh, at Disney World and they get the old timey cars and you're on that track. Mm -hmm. and you're forced to drive like really slow, and it's like, hey, this is really fun. <laughs> yeah, Ugh. that's what that's what life's gonna be like. Uh, it is. We are gonna be yeah. living in that world where we're all just driving the speed limit. Mm -hmm. Well, and if you have a uh, you, you haven't paid a ticket or 
you know, who knows what tiny little infraction they might do this mm-hmm. on. But they could just shut you down and have officers yeah. arrive and, you know, take you in. Society needs any to time. slow down. And they're going to they're gonna sell it under the guise of, look, the more fuel efficient, the slower you drive, mm-hmm. the better it is for the environment. And so we're going to make the speed limit everywhere 25 miles per hour and you'll be happy. Jeez. You'll just be sitting back in your car. Thank you, Mercedes. Everything's going to be a leisurely drive. That will be great. It will be great. I'll bet that's an expensive car anyway. (laughs) That you don't even really have full control over. Right. Gross. All right. We'll see you later on uh, Overtime and then back here tomorrow on Pack Ray Unleashed. This is Pat Gray, Unleashed.